The following is an interview with Kathy Belsheim, superintendent of Ogilvie School District, right here on Q Media On Demand. It is time to check in with Kathy Belsheim from Ogilvie Schools. And, of course, Kathy is the superintendent there and has been for a couple of years, wouldn't you say, Kathy? Um, yeah, this is my uh, 10th year, in fact, Robin. I was going to say it. I know you and I have been in contact over the years and in various ways because you started out there uh, in a different role and then ended up in the role of uh, superintendent, right? That is correct. I was on the school board for 10 years also and then um, was able to finish my superintendent license and was hired by Ogilvie Schools that 10 years ago. So it's, um, and been a resident of the Ogilvie School District for over 40 years as well. And I love that. I love you have a homegrown person who just knows the area so well and the people, and that makes a big difference. So we, we, I'm going to just do that right now. Thank you, Kathy, for everything you're doing for the district and for the community. I, I, you do a great job. You're a good spokesperson. Well, I appreciate that, Robin. Thank you so very much for mm-hmm. your kind words. Well, we all need a pat on the back uh, once in a while, right, in this crazy time that we're living in. That's for sure. Absolutely. Say, so talk a little bit about the pop-up pantry. That went on uh, actually just this week, right? Or are you going to talk about there was a deal in March as well, but they also had a pop-up pantry on Wednesday. So tell us a little bit about the results from that, Kathy. Sure. Last month we talked about being the first time ever on March 24th to actually have this um, opportunity for our communities um, from Second Harvest. And so that March 24th, um, pop-up pantry was so successful that we were um, we were con- con- uh, we were contacted by the organizers and asked if we would hold another one. So we held the a second one just this past Wednesday on April 21st. So 151 people were served this second time, and over 50 cars had actually attended the first time. So very very successful, and um, just we thanks we thank our Ogilvy Food Shelf and second. Harvest so much for um, organizing that and giving you know, making sure that um, that food is being provided to people in need in our communities. Absolutely, and I think every time you have something like this and people kind of get the the gist of it all from there, it's just a matter of letting them know the dates and times, and then people will be able to take advantage of that. So. Great setup. Good deal. I'm glad it went well for you guys. Let's talk, Kathy, a little bit about the current COVID situation and the vaccination opportunities that are going on in your area there. We, um, I, I believe most of our um, listeners and the radio and um, people reading the newspaper um, would know that our numbers are really climbing in, in the counties. Um, and and that it does actually, you know, c- create more concern. And so um, here at Ogilvy Schools, we are making sure to continue with all of the, the safety measures that, that we have in place, all of the protocols, and wanting to just, you know, protect um, everyone as best we can. And so, you know, this, um, this is my opportunity also to, you know, ask, ask all of the, the listeners to, to please um, continue their efforts also in keeping keeping our communities safe you know they they do say even though um there you know there is controversy over the masks um the minnesota department of health and cdc still state that that is the best defense against um covid and so um, we do practice that here at ogilvy very diligently as well as all of the cleaning sanitizing um protocols that we have in place but what i really wanted to share also is that Kanabic county community health has been 
absolutely the best um, with taking care of our communities and schools. Um, they have already um, hosted clinics for all of the education providers in both of our Ogilvy and Morris school districts. Um, and now they're, they're actually planning a clinic for um, our students that are ages 16 and older and also along with the community as well. And that clinic's coming up this Thursday, April 29th. So what we're going to be doing here at Ogilvy is um, we've already sent out a survey to our parents um, finding out if they want to have their children vaccinated, and we will be sending a bus over to the Wellness Center next Thursday so that we can now also provide that service through the Kaneva County Public Health um, for for our, our students as as well as educators and as well as um, the people in our in our communities. So it's that is just um, I, again I can't say enough about what they have done for our community to also keep us very safe and healthy. And it's it's a it's a big task. I mean, there's a lot to make it all happen. And and you and I is just people that go and get the vaccine or help someone get it or whatever the case may be. It's hard to know all the different things that happen to get those clinics organized, and I can only imagine. So I totally agree with you. Uh, Kaneba County has just knocked it out of the park with the way they've handled uh, getting the vaccine to us, and this opportunity is great. So I know they've had several, almost every week now, they have uh, a vaccination clinic and making it available to students as well. And again, it's still choice. People can make up their mind whether they're going to do it or not. But I sure hope people take advantage because if we can get that herd immunity, Kathy, that's what I understand is the big thing. Get those numbers up that people have had vaccinations. I think the best chance we have to fight this disease. Absolutely. Um, do really um, support that as well, Robin. And, and it is um, the Pfizer vaccine mm-hmm. is what will be used um, for that vaccination clinic. And, um, and again, they, they already have the, you know, the follow-up date because it's a two-dose um, vac- vaccine. And so, again, just continuing to provide that service, and um, it's, it is, um, it's, it's good. And, but you're right. There, there are people that, um, you know, it's, it is a personal choice, and we can't make that, that decision for people. But to have um, our health department um, actually um, providing Providing for those who seek the vaccination, um, again, that's they are doing a wonderful job for us. No doubt. And I'll tell you the other thing, too, Just and I'm sure you know this because I'm sure you've had your vaccine, but they will give you, so you go, you get your first one done, and they give you, uh, the information right on your card when it's time to come back for your next one. They usually have it the, the same time. So I had mine done, yes. you know, like a, I think mine was a Friday at one twelve, And I came back three weeks later on that same, you know, three weeks out. And then you could just get it done. So it's, it's real clear. Uh, so there's no confusion there when to come back and get your second vaccine. Exactly. And so for listeners out there, you know, please do um, contact um, the Kanaba County Community Health, and they have already um, given us that date. That second vaccination would be May 20th. So if you check your calendars and see if April 29th and May 20th will work for you, then um, I would seek them out. And I do believe that they have room for people to um, sign up for those um, for the vaccinations. Yeah, sounds great. Appreciate that information, too. Kathy, also, the Minnesota Comprehensive Assessments, they call them the MCAs, uh, they are taking place right now. How is everything going for the Ogilvy District with that? 
Well, with with um, with that information, with with MCAs, Robin, um, last year in the 2019-20 school year, because COVID hit, um, there was no testing done at all in the spring. So the, the, the state had actually canceled them. And now this year, with also, um, you know, schools, some schools having just a really rocky start, um, some, some schools um, in our state, um, you know, having distance learning for, uh, you know, the majority of the school year, um, we are required to actually have our students perform the tests. But they are not going to be using the test for accountability for schools. So they're not going to use those test results um, to basically rank schools as, you know, doing a great job or those schools that need to have improvement, but actually using this opportunity for um, we in our own school system to see how our kids are, are doing on and performing in their academic areas. And so um, just a piece of information, if people aren't aware, um, in the state of Minnesota, the reading comprehensive, it's the state academic test, is um, required of all 3rd through 8th graders and 10th graders. And then the math test is 3rd through 8th graders and 11th. And the science test is 5th graders, 8th graders, and then when students have finished their biology course. So for some schools, it might be 10th grade. Other schools, it might be 11th grade. And so um, we, we we just started this past Tuesday, and we are really excited here at Ogilvy to see how well our students do perform and to also give us those indicators of, of where improvements are, are going to be needed. And at the elementary level in particular, um, we're in our second year of a new reading series. And so I know our teachers and our, our principals um, are really wanting to see what kind of impact that new series, if it's, you know, if we see um, gains already with that. Sure. So we're we're excited here to be taking the test. Yeah, and that's the data that you you get from that is really valuable. I would imagine for, you know, just like what you're talking about. Hey, we've implemented this new system. Is it working? Is it not working? Do we need to tweak it? I mean, that's the that's the best way to know where you're at with it. Yep, exactly. Sounds and so and to, to actually expand on that, like with the um, mathematics area, um, the test will let us know, okay, is our geometry an area that, that students are struggling? Um, is it measurement? Is it fractions? Is it algebra? And so we really can get right down to the concepts that um, students need to have basically um, their, their, their program beefed up for them and all the way to individuals as well as grade levels. Yeah. So it is a really good tool for assessment. No doubt about it. It's not something that we need to be, uh, let's say, I don't want to say frightened, that isn't the word, but, you know, thinking, oh, we got to do these MCAs. Just the opposite. It can be so helpful for the district, for the school system across the state. So it's a, it's really a good thing. So, Kathy, too, I want to ask you about, I understand you guys are going to be able to have a prom and graduation. How is that going to work, dear? Well, right now our prom is set for May first. Um, we have we have um, dinner and dance over at the Bram Event Center, um, but other things are happening here at the school. So our grand march is scheduled for four forty-five, and then our kids are around that time. It might be a little bit later, um, and then we have our kids um, board buses. We're going to be taking more buses than we normally would, so that we can socially distance on the bus. 
and then um, they go over to Bram for their dinner and dance, and then they come back to, to Ogilvy Schools. Now, Ogilvy Schools has traditionally had a um, post-prom party that goes through the, the night um, into the wee hours of the morning. And we had met with, um, with two committees of students that planned prom, both last year's committee, because they didn't have a prom, weren't able to have one, and this year's. And the kids, even though knowing that things would have to be very different, um, it was a resounding, yes, we want to have as much of what, we're, what we've been accustomed to to happen this year. So we're putting every um, safety precaution we possibly can in, and we are moving forward with the students knowing um, that at any given time, if COVID hits our school then, and makes it unsafe for us to have these events, we would need to cancel. Yeah, I hope that's not the case. We'll just keep, keep uh, hoping and praying that things settle down and that all these things can happen because it's such, it's such an important time in people's lives and you just don't want them to have to miss out. And I know even last year they did what they could, adapted, and certainly they didn't have prom, but I know some had, like for graduation, the kids were in cars and they drove around or they came and they had a ceremony in the parking lot. I mean, they, they, they adapted as best they could, but let's see if we can do a little bit more this year. That would be great. Absolutely. Um, with the graduation coming up also, um, that's on June 4th at Ogilvy Schools, um, our, at our last school board meeting, the board members did um, did express um, their their desire to have as traditional a graduation as we could possibly host, and so um, we are going to have an indoor graduation. Um, ceremony. It will be by invitation. It's going to be set up um, similar to our sporting events, where um, you know each each um, in the past each athlete had so many tickets to share with um, with family members, mm-hmm. and this will be the same for graduation. Each graduate will have a certain number of tickets that can be um, shared with their family, and their families will be sitting together in pods um, all together um, for that ceremony. And along with that tradition. Um, We do have an alumni award um, recipient program here at Ogilvy, and that person that wins or is selected by the senior class of students, our graduates, that person also becomes the speaker at their graduation ceremony. So if anybody out there knows of someone that is an Ogilvy, past Ogilvy graduate, that they really would like to nominate and, um, and honor that person, um, I, I would really uh, greatly appreciate them um, contacting our school. Um, our school main number is two seven two five thousand, and um, and and actually then get the nomination form. Um, we have a deadline of April thirtieth, so next Friday we need to have all those nominations in. And and again, it's it's been a very um, past celebrated tradition of um, having an award. Um, for our past um, graduates, our alumni. So um, I'm hoping that um, that that people will um, help us with that process. Absolutely. And what a great honor uh, for someone. You know, I, I know of uh, one in particular who actually lives in Florida now, uh, Diane Feblis. You know Diane, don't you? 
I do. Yes, and she came, and she I can't remember what year it was, but uh, she has just done so much in education, and she's finally retired now, but uh, she still subs down in Florida, and she helps special needs children, and she's just an amazing person. And I know, I can't remember what year it was, but she was one of those folks who came back and Yes, please uh, nominate someone. Again, April 30th sounds like the deadline, so get a hold of Ogilvy School, 272-5000. That would be wonderful. All right, my dear, is there anything else we need to touch on? Well, I'd just like to end by sharing with everyone, if you weren't aware, this is National Administrative Professionals Week, um, April 18th through April 24th. And um, the actual recognition day was this past Wednesday on the 21st. And just like I've shared before about the wonderful people that we have over here at Ogilvy, we have the best secretaries, administrative assistants ever. So I thank them, and um, I wish all of the listeners out there a very healthy week to come. Absolutely, no doubt about it. And Kathy, I will have you on my calendar for May the 4th, Friday. We'll get together again, and uh, I hope we'll be able to get, get together all through the summer, too. We'll talk more about that, but I know things change a little bit, but I think there's still plenty of going on in the district, so you and I will try to keep our date going if that works with your schedule. It does, and I thank you so much, Robin. Have a wonderful day and weekend. You've been listening to a Q Media On Demand production. 